I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating some kind of heavy machinery. Now take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go, and let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in. And exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of To Be Honest, and of course, a very warm welcome to our first-time listeners. Today is part two of low self-worth versus low self-esteem. In last week's episode. I shared a case that illustrated the lack of self-worth can drive addiction and relational issues. So, if you have not listened to that episode, I strongly suggest you go back to the archive and have a listen first, because this is also a deliberate sequence. Today's episode, I am going to share the difference between self-worth versus self-esteem. Now, some practitioners, mental health practitioners, might tell you that self-worth 
is the same as self-esteem. That means they use them interchangeably. However, other mental health practitioners like myself will tell you otherwise. Let me explain. No doubt, self-esteem and self-worth are related, but they have important differences. Now, both self-worth and self-esteem plays a crucial role in an individual's mental and emotional well-being. That's for sure. However, self-esteem is how you think and feel about yourself, which changes based on mood, circumstance, performance, or the approval of others. Basically, we can say that our self-esteem is based on external variables, and self-worth is a more global and stable form of self-esteem that comes from within, knowing and believing in your own worth as a person. As a matter of fact, I prefer to refer them as. External esteem versus internal esteem. For now, we are still going to use self-esteem versus self-worth. All right. So, what is self-esteem? Self-esteem describes your thoughts and feelings about yourself. It is usually based on judgments you make about yourself in the moment. So people with low self-esteem are less self-confident and have more negative thoughts and feelings about themselves. Low self-esteem can be situational or chronic. For example, you made a mistake at work and you got reprimanded or criticized by your boss. Naturally, in that situation, your self-esteem will be lowered, wouldn't it? With chronic low self-esteem being more likely to cause emotional and behavioral problems, and a most common example of chronic low self-esteem, more likely than not, would be individuals that have unresolved childhood traumas or any kind of trauma, for that matter. In other words. Self-esteem involves your thoughts and feelings about yourself and your level of confidence, so it is unstable or consistent. Instead, it depends heavily on the outer world of people, meaning the external world, tasks, and external information used to compare, judge, and evaluate yourself. That is why I often say comparison kills joy. Unfortunately, that's what our society and culture teach us to do. So, self-evaluations that determine your self-esteem are largely based on the following: what personal strengths and weaknesses you are most focused on. Next is positive and negative feedback you get from others, right? So now you understand why we care so much about what other people think of us. Your general mood, stress level, and emotional states, comparisons you make between yourself and others, and as I mentioned earlier, comparison kills joy. And now that you are an adult, you have the choice. 
to choose whether to continue to compare yourself with others, or another healthier way is to compare yourself with yourself. Yes, ask yourself: Am I a better person today than yesterday? Am I learning more today than yesterday? Why we no longer want to compare ourselves with others is because. There will always be someone better than us, isn't it? So the key is to compare with our own self. Besides, the only thing we can control is our own behaviors, right? And to have a healthy self-esteem and not overblown self-esteem is to improve at our own pace. So to make sure that we are evolving as a human being, another self-evaluation is whether or not you reach a goal or expectation. Last and not least is how you make sense of yourself and your experiences. So as I mentioned earlier,、uh, these are all based on our external world and external factors. So, in a way, we can say that self-esteem, often tied to specific achievements, skills, or competencies, it may fluctuate, obviously, based on success or failure in various areas of life that I just shared. So, what is self-worth? Now, researchers describe self-worth as a broader, more stable form of self-esteem that is less influenced by external factors. Instead of focusing on specific traits, skills, circumstances, or achievements. Self-worth describes the core beliefs you have about your worth and value as a human being. Core beliefs tend to be consistent over time, which is why self-worth is less likely to change in response to feelings, thoughts, behaviors, experiences, or circumstances. Now, a person with high self-worth is believed to have a more stable and positive form of self-esteem. It provides protection against stress and emotional problems, while also make a person healthier, happier, and more successful in life. And I would define success in life as how you define it. That means not necessarily defined by the society standard. I.e., living a life that you truly love and enjoy. Now that's the epiphany of success.、It、has nothing to do with what's in your bank account or what kind of car you're driving or where you are living, so on and so forth. So, my dear audience, for an individual to have high self-worth, they are more likely to believe and exhibit the following behaviors. They believe they are good, worthy, and lovable, regardless of what's happening in their life. They feel deserving of love and respect from other people. They accept and love themselves as they are now, with no conditions. 
they practice self-compassion and treat themselves with care, kindness, and respect. They believe in their potential to grow, meaning having a growth mindset, to learn, change, and improve. They know they have flaws and make mistakes. However, they don't threaten their identity or self-worth. Remember earlier, I mentioned that not all mental health practitioners, including researchers, agree that self-esteem and self-worth are different. However, I believe while everyone struggles with occasional dips in self-esteem, those who have chronically low self-esteem may actually be struggling with low self-worth. Part of the confusion comes from not understanding the differences between the two. Therefore, this episode. And here are several characteristics of self-esteem, like thoughts and feelings about certain traits or skills. They can provide temporary boosts in confidence. Arises from self-judgment and evaluation. Is conditional and contingent upon certain standards. Finds value in the external world. Is linked to confidence and motivation. Negative feedback and stress can undermine its value. Is fragile and less certain when threatened. Uses competition and comparison to rise. And reflects the ego of false self. It's a scarce resource that needs constant renewal. Therefore, please take note: when an individual has chronic low self-esteem, it's what I refer to. It's like a bottomless pit that could never be filled. And unfortunately, for such individual, they interpret the world. And other people with more negative thoughts and impressions. Now, traits of self-worth, on the other hand, include the following: they have thoughts and feelings about the whole W H O L E person. They can provide a lasting feeling of security. Self-worth arises from self-acceptance and compassion. Self-worth does not have conditions or standards to meet, and self-worth finds value in the internal world, not from the external world. And self-worth is linked to emotional stability and self-control. Therefore, for an individual who is suffering from low self-worth. Might also find themselves have challenges in impulse control. Self-worth is more resilient to external threats. Uses inner beliefs to reinforce and remain stable. Self-worth reflects one's view of the true self. Quotation marks. And self-worth is an abundant resource that is self-renewing, unlike self-esteem that is limited and it needs constant renewing, meaning to get more and more accolades from the external world. Now, while both involve a person's overall thoughts. Feelings and beliefs about themselves. There are some key differences between self-esteem and self-worth. So, 
I'm going to share with you um, five main differences involve where, when, and how often these two states of being show up. I might not be able to finish them all in this uh, episode, and never mind, because it will give you more time to digest all these information. So without further ado, here are the key differences between self-worth and self-esteem. Number one, low self-worth is deeper than low self-esteem. Low self-worth is similar to shame, which is driven by deep beliefs and feelings of being unworthy or bad or not good enough. Now, self-esteem is also based on thoughts and feelings about yourself, but usually as a response to things happening in the moment and how you are perceiving these events, i.e. if you get a bad report card, then obviously your self-esteem will be lowered. If you are my client, then you understand why we work on core beliefs. Core beliefs are often old, deep, and resistant to change. This makes self-worth issues more difficult to address because, unlike self-esteem, self-worth is unlikely to improve according to what you do, how well you do it, and other forms of external validation. A good example would be for someone who has won a lottery with lots of money and within the next few years, they lost it all. Because deep down, they do not believe they are worthy of it. So, of course, in the beginning, uh, by winning the lottery or whatever external validation you receive, no doubt can definitely boost your self-esteem, but they are unlikely to change a core belief, particularly a core limiting belief without seeking professional help, that you are unworthy. And this core limiting belief that you are unworthy is the most common belief in people with low self-worth. So, my dear audience, and that's all for this episode, and it's to be continued. So, until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com. Mm-hmm.